Experience the beauty and emotion of Lent and Easter with Christianity Today's newest devotional, Easter, in the everyday. Thoughtful readings from a variety of pastors, theologians, and writers invite you into the emotional stages of Christ's journey, from humility to hope to love. Beginning on Ash Wednesday and ending at Pentecost, this digital devotional is perfect for individual or group study. Get it today at orderct.com slash easter24. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill His promises to her. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. When my soul is in a dump, I rehearse everything I know of you. From Jordan Depths to Herman Height, including Mount Mazar. Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Be sure to rate and leave a review and follow us on womenwithbalance.org or Balance Her. That's B-A-L-A-N-C, Her. Welcome back to Balance Her, where we are talking about relational intelligence. We're picking up on part two, discerning your relationships. And to kick it off, we're going to give you a scripture for the week that applies to this particular lesson. Matthew 7, 17, 20. Every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Obviously, that's very important to recognize the fruit when you're discerning relationships. So I felt that was a really good scripture for us to start the week off with. So now that we have, so now that we have determined and defined our relationships, we have to begin putting people in the proper relationships. So when you guys were reading about that, what what clues you in that you need to start putting people in a particular category? I think uh, one key thing that the book mentions, and even something that I know from my personal life, is that he talks about failed expectations or feeling frustrated because your expectations aren't met. And that's a huge like uh, red flag or just like something that you should really pay attention to when you're evaluating your relationships. Like, okay, are they really meeting my expectations of what I would want in a friend? Right. I think another thing that I remember reading in the book was just about like knowing yourself and knowing what you need. So taking time to stop, ask yourself questions like, what do I need right now for myself? And what do I need like uh, in friendships or for an advisor or what do I need to give to my assignment? But you don't know what you need until you take time to really sit down and like maybe write it out, journal about it. But be honest with yourself in those moments and realize what do I really need for myself to be successful or to help me grow. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like self-awareness. Um, when we're not self-aware, I can't make decisions that are going to better myself. So if I'm in complete denial of, well, so-and-so is my friend, if, if, I'm in, if I'm operating out of the wrong mind frame, I guess yeah. you'd say, I will want and want and want and want and get disappointed and disappointed and disappointed. And it's like, you know what, maybe i got to sit down with myself. And maybe my expectations of me is distorted so then my friendships are now distorted. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I, I like that he pointed out frustrations. Mm -hmm. That that's actually like 
honestly a key red flag to you that you do need to get sit back and evaluate because yes you may have disagreements in a relationship but when it gets to the point where you're constantly frustrated right, and right. drained you you do need to sit back and think like something's going on because right. i shouldn't feel like this all the time like that's a key red flag if you're always frustrated always drained like why am i feeling this way like your body how your body reacts when something happens is the key signal to like something's not right. Yeah. So, so if yeah. I'm always drained after I'm hanging out with this person or every time this person calls me, I feel like I'm losing energy. Okay, let me sit back and evaluate this friendship, relationship and see what's going on. Absolutely. And then just making it about you and not even about the other person because everything that's is it. about you. And that's something I got from this book. Like oh, you yeah. were always mm. talking about, okay, let yeah. me... What about this person? But no, it's all about me and what can I do? Because you can't change anybody else. The only person I can work mm -hmm. on is mm -hmm. bettering Ren every yeah. single day. Absolutely. Yes. And it's crazy you said that. My therapist always uh, tells me that nothing happens that you don't want it to happen. Absolutely. Yep. We, we allow things to happen. <laughs> we yeah. do. Right. We do. And it's crazy that as uh, believers, as you know, children of the Most High, that we forget how much authority that we have. Yes. yes. Like Ooh, we have I love so that he said that we are in complete control yes. of our lives. He said that's one of the biggest things he learned from his father who taught him how to preach. It wasn't that he taught him mm. preaching. Mm -hmm. It was that he taught him at the end of the day, you are in control yes. of your right. life. And I felt like that was really important. And then when he talks about evaluation, the, the point of the follow through after you have the evaluate valuation like how do you how do you approach the person and how do you determine what to say mm -hmm. and how to say it and then also in your evaluation like you said understanding that at the end of the day it's still about you right so it you can't hold on to how this person is going to feel absolutely you consider it and you prepare yourself for the response but you can't not go forward and do what you need to do because you're worried about that. And I know for me that was a big issue. Like, oh, absolutely. Because we're always worried about, oh, how's this person going to perceive this? Like, mm. I'm going to make them upset. Mm. But in actuality, it's all about me. So later on, he teaches us how to navigate those conversations. But yes. of course, you can handle everything with grace and tact. Maybe sometimes yes. you have to take a step back and maybe you don't have the conversation in that moment because you're heated. So take a day, yep. pray about it, come back, didn't have the conversation, bring in a trusted friend. Like there's so many ways to have that conversation where it's not just like, okay, I'm being mean or anything, but you have to remember, okay, this is a conversation that I need to have with somebody. How do I do that? And he provides us resources as to how to navigate that conversation, Absolutely. which is something yeah. that I've never had before. And I'm so grateful for this Ooh, book. Yes, yes. This book is amazing. <laughs> amazing. I, again, I wish I had it a long time At ago. least in college. I yeah. wish. <laughs> like, at yes. least I wish. Like, especially there. Yeah. And I love that he even talked about it in respect to family mm -hmm. because Ooh, yes. we are so... I, I won't even say we, I, I won't speak for everyone, but I know for me, it was really hard for me to let go of relationships when it was family based. Because mm -hmm. I don't yes. know what something in your mind is like, this is my family, I have to put up with what they do. Right. When in actuality, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, whether you're, they're your family, whether they're your friend. 
for one thing, we all going to heaven separately. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so, okay, whatever see. family we had on earth, I mean, I'm just being honest. Some of some of our family members, we won't even see there. My God. So, my God. let's my God. Be, be real about it. So, at the end of the day, it's not about being true to them. It's about being true to yourself and being true to God. And I love that he talked about that. And in the respect of having conversations with those family members and how to deal with it and know that their reaction may not be what you want. And I felt like that was really, really, really important because I struggled with that. I re I held on to, to certain relationships for a very long time mm -hmm. simply because they were my family. Mm -hmm. right. I actually had like to sit down my siblings. One of them, I'm the youngest of four. And I was over the tension and over like the petty that was going on so I said hey guys like I really want us to all sit down well it was only three of us that came and even in that conversation it didn't go the way I wanted it to and I had to chalk it up as Alexis you did your part you yeah. spoke your truth and how you felt the rest is on them yeah and he talks about that he says that you do your part that's all they're gonna do. feel how they're gonna feel right but all you can do is do your part and respect your own energy because that's what I had yes. to come to. I finally had to, unfortunately, I didn't have this book, so I had to go through the steps and the grieving processes, mm -hmm. by, you know, alone. But when I did that, I just finally made my mind up. It was like, okay, so you want me to hold on to this relationship so I could be drained and stressed with you? You're not gonna kill both of us, right? Right, <laughs> that's it. That's it. The book talks, he talks about stewardship. And I think it's crazy because as believers, you know, we hear stewardship and we think money. Right. We mm. don't even calculate our relationships, our energy, the time that we put into things. So um, he says that we are solely responsible for your lives. That, that's it. I mean, albeit certain little things change. If you're a parent, you have little ones that you have to right. shepherd over. But it's you. Like you said, when you're standing before on Judgment Day, it's That's just me. You. In the book, he talks about stewardship, and it's um, interesting because stewardship is also kind of linked with like money, but that's not the only thing that you can steward over. Mm -hmm. You can steward over your time, your relationships, uh, maybe the different tasks that God has maybe just called you to do in your life. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like when Judgment Day comes, you know, you are responsible for your life. And so, while we're here on this earth, like we need to be good stewards over what God has given us, and that is your life. And the people that you want in it. Yes. Yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> total sense. And I I wanna go back to evaluating just because I really love that he talked about evaluating yourself. Because yeah. you know, a lot of times we tend to focus on the other people and what they're doing wrong. And so he actually walks you through the questions that you should ask yourself when you're reflecting and you're evaluating. And he talks about um, asking yourself, where am I? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that was really good. Like, where am I at in, in this particular stage in my life? And he talks about what do I need? Mm -hmm. Because we all have different needs at different certain times. levels at different times of Absolutely. our life. So what I needed back then, I I don't need now. Like back then, I needed the fun friend, the just kick it friend, mm -hmm. and that's it. Really wasn't no substance. Cause to be quite honest, I didn't have much substance. Mm -hmm. But now that I've grown as a person, 
um, not just spiritually, but even mature, maturing as a person. I realized that now I have different needs. Now I want to grow. Now I want to be better. So now I do want a friend that's going to tell me about myself right. and yes. correct me. But when you're immature and you're younger, you don't want that. Right. You don't want anybody correcting you. You just want to do your own thing. So I thought that was really good. And then him even discussing what do I have? So yeah. like, what do I have to bring to the table? Ooh, right. For you this have to have something too. Like, you right. can't just be a taker. You have to be like, okay, this is what I have to give you in a friendship. Right. Like, I know what I need, but I also know what I can give. Like, I know I'm a great friend, but I haven't always been a great friend. Yeah. But I know I am now from learning from past relationships. Yes. And also sitting time, setting time to have boundaries. Like, I feel like. One of the things he doesn't say a lot, but does say is boundaries. <laughs> like when you're taking time to be quiet and just sit still and be, ask yourself these questions. What do I have? What do I need? And things like that. You're taking time to be aware of yourself and then maybe setting boundaries if you need to in friendships as well. He actually does. He talks. He goes into that in part four. Okay. Where he really talks about get setting boundaries after you have realized what you want. He doesn't stay on there very long, no, like you he said. He kind of just hits it, but enough for where you understand, like, you do need to set boundaries. Absolutely. So I'm I'm glad you really, like, clarified that and got a little more into it because I don't think that people understand that they you can't have boundaries. With anything. And yeah, so okay. everybody. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay it's, to have boundaries. Right, and it's not a bad word. I don't know. No, for whatever not. weird reason that I feel like that boundaries, they go hand in hand with stewardship sometimes. And so I think they're perfectly fine to have it together. Definitely. And then what I really like in this particular part, and this part too, what he ends with, is the myth in Christian relationships. That was highlighted. And yes. we've talked about this even amongst ourselves. Yes. Um, I talked about even starting Women with Balance, what we're doing, and how I went in naively thinking that, okay, yay, we're all on the same agenda, and we love the Lord, and so we all going to be, like, right with each other, and Mouth people that ask me I to do was... stuff, they going to be right, because we all love God. It's not like the people in the world. That's right. what I thought. I had That's a In a perfect world... <laughs> That's exactly how it would happen, but that's not. Just because you love Jesus, right, I would doesn't mean you always align. Yes. Prior, like prior to this lovely book, I was very naive oh. because I didn't grow up in the church. So I'm thinking, okay, anyone who says they're Christian must be nice, must be loving, must want good intentions for me. And I learned that prior to this book, I was like, but wait, why are some people still like the people that don't go to church. Why are some people? Mm. So I got disappointed, mm -hmm. yeah. which caused me to be frustrated. Yeah. And I said, when I got to this part, I was like, thank you. I needed the clarification. Absolutely. <laughs> like, thank you. Because he says it's not necessarily about being a Christian. It's like, are we related? Yeah. Yes. That's the way he said. He said it never should be, oh, oh, we both Christians. Like, even whether it's, you know, a romantic relationship or friends, it's not like, oh, okay, are we Christian? No, like, are we relating? It's deeper than that. I totally agree. That's like, just a title. It's just a title. That's just yeah. a title. Call yourself just Christian. That's fine. But do you right. walk like him? Do you talk like him? Those those are different. Right. That comes to fruit inspection. Like, 
in this mm. chapter, just because we're both Christians, you still have to evaluate someone's fruit and also your own fruit. Like, what fruit of the spirit am I displaying to others? Am I being a loving person? Am I being mm. kind? Because I mean, there are some mean Christians. Ooh, like <laughs> girl, <laughs> me, Holy Ghost. mean Christians. So not so nice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that's when he talks about even like the judging, how we're judging people as Christians. Like that's important and how we talk to each other as Christians and and understanding, giving people advice or what we need to talk about in a spirit of love. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we think just because what we say is factual in the word that we have to present it in such a negative way. Absolutely. But mm -hmm. that's not the case. Yes, what you're saying to me may be perfectly true. But it's a way that you say it too. Right. I agree with the that. The tone can really dishonor the truth you're saying. Yes. Yeah. You that's know? good. I agree. It doesn't do it justice. I, I remember someone talking about um, getting unbelievers to become believers, and they were, they were talking about if you only, that is the only way that you spread the gospel, is it like if you don't do this, you're going to hell. Or if you right. do this, you do that. They'll no, never come. No, no, no. They'll never come. Yeah, the whole hell and damnation, that don't work. That. No more. Like fear, fear doesn't work. People for a couple of days and then they're right back doing the wrong, the same thing over and over. It's about relationship. Yes, like that's the thing, the key thing about that helped me change. Like how I view being a Christian is about my relationship with God. It wasn't about okay, if I don't do this, I'm gonna go to hell. No, I have a relationship with God. He's my father. So as, because he's my father, okay, I want to do things that please him. But yeah. that's because of my relationship. Or yeah. just yes. if you had a relationship with somebody else, you want them to be happy in a relationship. So, okay, it's not doing things to please you. It's doing things because I want to do them. Right. Exactly. Right. I think, too, like the, the titles, it, Christian or title of your CEO, the idea of a title, mm -hmm. I think it excuses people to act a certain way because, oh, well, I have this the badge the here right. mm. and i true. think people should fake just badges yeah. yes <laughs> fake badges and it's like how about you just be a representation of whatever label you claim yourself right i think because it's like what is it the phrase it's like people remember how you make them feel more than what you do or something like that yeah it's true yeah if you make me feel bad i'm like i don't like her right like, yeah. i don't i don't like her and it's like, crazy I just, he says that when he's talking about judging people, he says, uh, I'm reading from the book right now, he says, we are uh, pronouncing someone good or bad just because we can't, uh, just because they can no longer be our friend. Or he says we aren't, rather, excuse me. We are simply deciding based on their character and uh, actions what's best for our lives. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a huge part of some accountability and stewardship there because it's, like you said, it's not about you and what you've done to me you know based on what i re need right now in my life right this relationship isn't going to work with that's an assignment advisor whatever category like in part one that we mentioned and i think that's huge ownership right there i yeah. have a question for you guys so how have you like taken time to discern your relationships like i i think for me um honestly it was just finally sitting back and doing what he said, like really sitting back and saying, okay, this is going on. These are the actions that this particular person is taking in the relationship. 
is this something that I'm okay with? Is this crossing my line? Because mm-hmm. you have to get that line where you determine, okay, this is too far. Right. And versus, okay, this is forgivable. This is just a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. This is just a disagreement. And then there's, like he said, determining when it's toxic. Yeah. And right. that's the key. Like, yes. for me, it's sitting back. Is this toxic to me? And also, honestly, coming to an understanding that we may just not have nothing in common. Right. right. And, and that's, that's something right. I, I finally, like, realized, like, you're trying to force a relationship and y'all aren't on the same page and y'all right. just don't have really anything in common. Yes, you can have fun, but I can't come to you and talk to you about being an entrepreneur, what I'm mm. doing. I can't come to you and talk some some friendships like you aren't even in God like that. Like I noticed that you don't want to have anything to do with women with balance at all. But if I post anything else random, you're all for it. Mm-hmm. So that tells me we don't really have a lot in common. So when we get together, what are we going to talk about? Right. What, right. How are you going to feed my spirit and how am I going to feed yours? Mm, right. That's good. Right. I think that's important where you said, like, we don't have anything in balance. Like, sometimes maybe all y'all have in common is y'all both love Jesus. And that's good. That's great. However, you may not be somebody that I need as a friend for what I need right now. Yeah. So I that comes from realizing what I need. And so once I'm aware, self-aware of what I need, I can say, you know what? And then always bringing it back to yourself. Right now, what I need is this. However, we can go out for brunch. We can just be associates. But knowing how to put those people in the category, okay, this person may not be my friend, but they're still a good person. Right. We just don't have a lot of stuff in common. Or maybe you're just the person I go running with. Or do 5Ks or talk about makeup or something. But I'm not... You're not someone I come to for advice. Yeah. Or I'm not going to yeah. tell you my goals or anything like that. We may just talk about a sermon from church and that's it. Yeah. Right. But that comes from being knowing what you need and what that person is able to give you as well. Right. And he says you can expect someone's fruit. So you can look at, sit back and look at someone's character uh, traits and their actions and observe them. But you don't have to dishonor them. Right. Absolutely. Like you can, you yes. can definitely, you, it doesn't take, oh, goodness gracious nothing bothers me more is when you're on social media and somebody's gonna be like oh i'm making changes and i'm gonna start deleting people whatever uh why, why? like why what why the announcement he even says that that's not necessary you can make the changes that you need in your life without these drastic um announcements or sh- a show rather and right. he always sits there and says you can definitely include honoring them and, and, and let's be honest, when they make do this big old show, you end up not committing to it anyway. It's right. just all of them. <laughs> they reverse. Yeah, they like I notice when I just do something like, when it comes to something like that, like announcements are really good when you're trying to complete a goal because it forces you to do it. That's right. that's what I do. That's kind of like my accountability right. announcement. Right. But when it comes to something like that, I notice that I am... It's more about a decision that I make internally, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna act on it, and that's when I stick to it. Absolutely. When I do it for yes. a show, or when I say it as an announcement, that's just to get a, attention. I'm, nine right. times out of ten, you're not gonna do it no way. I'm not so, gonna right. follow nobody. I'm just, it's almost right. like a threat. Right. It comes off very threatening. Like, well, um, I'm gonna go through my list, and if you don't make it, oh well. It's like, or okay. they'll do the post. If you're still here, you made it. Yeah. yeah like, right. Every new year. I'm honored to still be here. Thank you. 
<laughs> right. And it's crazy because there's no grace when that kind of stuff is happening. Nah. But if you think about it, how many times have we fallen short and God still Girl, give us me Holy Ghost? Ooh, so that's why I'm like. It doesn't come from a place of love either. No, no, it no. doesn't. It, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's so, unnecessary. It's like he, he calls it grace in spite of the fruit. So in spite mm -hmm. of all of this, I'm going to extend you this grace and I'm just going to move you to a different category. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that that's totally okay too. That's totally okay It's too. fine. Yeah. And so with, with all of that, now we understand defining the relationships. Now we understand like discerning the relationships and um, just kind of keeping our stress level down with the relationships when you evaluate them Absolutely. and how it to to be honest i feel like it adds more time onto your life because that's less Ooh. things you have to worry about we yes. have so many things that we could be worried about example everything that's going on in the world today right Absolutely. now um the fact that we have have people killing us as colored women um, and colored men and what they're doing to society. I feel like we have so many other things that we can focus and concentrate our efforts on Absolutely. instead of making these kind of announcements about who we gonna follow and who we gonna right. Right. It's other things we can focus on. Right. Right. What new shoes you bought? Like it's just worms, sis. Just worms. That's all you need to do, really. Absolutely. So I think that really ties in well with the wellness tip that we have for today. Because we really want to still talk about things that are happening in the world and the things that we're facing. And so I know you had something to say about that. Okay. So wellness tip for this episode is to take a minute, a minute excuse me, to step back from social media. I know it's so easy to get caught up in the latest article, the latest tweet, the latest uh, share that's on Facebook. Uh, there's a lot of information coming from a lot of places and it can be very overwhelming, especially for people of color. It's already hard enough yeah. on us in just our everyday. So sometimes it's all right to, you know what, I'm gonna log off this afternoon. Yeah. And I'll catch up with y'all tomorrow and see what else is new. <laughs> but for right now, I think it's very good for our mental health and mental and physical. Yeah, let's, not, let's not act like the stress of just being who we are does not affect our blood pressure. Oh, yes. Uh, all yes. these other things. So, so wellness tip, take a break. Even if it's an hour, if it's two. Evening. Do what you need to do. Totally agree. So we will catch you guys next week as we finish Relational Intelligence Part 3. We will be discussing... Let me look. We will be discussing aligning your relationships and assessing your relationships. So you make sure you tune in for next week. Sadly, we've reached the end of the episode. In the meantime, connect with us on social media at Balance Her TV. That's B-A-L-A-N-C Her TV. And remember to subscribe, review, and share with a friend. And sis, don't keep all this greatness to yourself. Talk to you soon.